<laughs> I'm Emma. I'm Shannon. And I'm Ruth. We have a Ruth here today, and I'm so excited. I am so excited you're here. <laughs> I'm genuinely dabbing. so excited the you're here. The dabbing. Visual bit. It's happening. Uh, Ruth was dabbing. And go download our bingo card. Uh, this podcast doesn't exist on Instagram. If you've been here before, you know the drill. And yeah. if you don't, you'll figure it out. There's genuinely some very interesting bingo moments mm-hmm. in this. So get ready for them. Um, and if you win... Or lose those bingo cards and feel like you want to get excited about them or get mad at us, uh, go ahead and post them on Instagram and tag us, please, because we want to see if you won or not. Ooh. Or, or yeah, we want to, you know, poke fun at you if you didn't. <laughs> hey, Emma. Yeah? Do we need to buckle in? I say you two should probably strap into something of a spaceship variety. <laughs> okay. Yep. 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 Very, very well done. That was very well coordinated. (laughs) Good job, good job. Because today, my friends, we are doing Flat Earth. (laughs) And Ruth is so excited. (laughs) The manic laughter. (laughs) I came dressed. Yes. You did. Ruth is wearing a Flat Earth t-shirt that is designed like a Jack Daniels label, and it is so good. Which meant that... We took way too long to notice. Yeah. <laughs> we have, I didn't, I looked at you for like a solid 10 yeah. minutes and didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Haley got me the shirt. Thanks, Haley. Yes. We do have a Ruth. We don't have a Haley at the moment, but that's okay. One day. Dang it. One day. One day we'll they're on a plane right now, actually. Aww. Aww. They're listening yes. to our oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. They sent it to the group I listen Wait, to it on Friday. Do they know that you're doing this? Hi, Haley. Surprise. <laughs> I mean, it might be suspected, because, like, they know I'm here. Well. But I didn't say, we're going to film an episode together. It's going to be Flood Earth. Well, I mean, I'm enthused. I am so excited for this. I will say, too, this I did take my time with this uh, research. However, I don't know as much as I thought I knew about Flat Earth. So if you have anything to add, Ruth, because this is one of Ruth's favorite topics. (laughs) It's been a hot sec. I think, like, uh, maybe, like, 2016, 2017 was, what like, the height of Mm -hmm. my, like, Flat Earth. It was mostly just the memes. I was in it for the memes. I mean, <laughs> to the point where your appreciation of the memes, I feel like, became a Sweetbriar meme in itself. Yeah. Like, and people were confused. People were, like, <laughs> wanted to know if I actually believed in it, but they were too afraid to ask me personally. <laughs> so they would go up to my friends and be like, hey, does, does Ruth, like, really believe the Earth is flat? And then, to which my friends would, like, very helpfully respond, what do you mean? Yeah, the Earth is flat. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Those are some um, good friends. Trolls yeah. all the way down. Very, those are some good friends. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was good. All right. Well, I say let's begin. Feel free to jump in at any point. I am not adverse <laughs> to tangents, especially for this, because there's a lot. This is, there's some of this that's really dense because there's some weird history in this. Um, so if you have any questions, let me know because I read quite a lot, but didn't write as much down as I probably should I'm, like, have. hyped to learn about Flat Earth, not through a meme. <laughs> <laughs> We're still gonna post some memes, though. Oh, yeah. Yes. Should, yeah. Yes. 
Send us any of the ones you think. They're just like in my Facebook. They pop up in my memories. I like reposted one (laughs) the other day. I'm not not on Facebook. She doesn't. I know. I'm sorry. Shannon saw it. Yes. Well, I commented the eyeball. Uh, (laughs) Your favorite. Your favorite one. All right, so the beginnings. Flat Earth beliefs actually begin much later than we think. So if let's let's think about this for a second. Did the ancient world believe that the earth was flat? This is a quiz. No. <laughs> feel free yeah. to answer however you feel. I I like, feel do you like think that the ancients thought I don't the feel well? like we give the ancient civilizations enough credit. Which like is they, why ancient aliens exist. They had, exactly. They had all the shadow measurements. Yeah. So <laughs> what actually is, like, because there's this whole myth of flat earth belief that, like, I was going to say new age. Not true. <laughs> um, like, 1900s scholars 1800s, 1900s scholars attributed to the ancients and to the medieval period Mm -hmm. as them believing that the earth was flat, basically saying we're much more advanced society. Obviously, we know these things to be true because we have done these scientific tests and all of that. But actually, they had done their own scientific tests. So although in early recorded history, some people believed that the earth was flat based purely upon the fact that they could see the horizon. Like they were like, oh, that's the end of that's the end of the earth. Like Where's we're not going curvature? any further. There's no there's, yeah. <laughs> the ancient Greeks actually eventually calculated that there was a curvature to the earth, which came from sailing the Mediterranean, and they used uh, sundials. They used all this all all of that wonderful early technology mm-hmm. that gave them Atlantis. We know the yep, ship yep. disappear from the bottom up when it goes over the horizon. What? Y'all know what I'm talking about? When you watch the ship go down through the ocean. Oh, it yeah, go yeah, the ocean. but it's like, <laughs> like it, it goes across if you're watching a ship on the horizon. And then yeah, it yeah, disappears yeah. from the bottom up. Yeah. And it doesn't oh, disappear, disappear. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's just going around. Yeah. The, the, the curvature. Curve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. It goes off. Yeah. <laughs> off the end of the earth. Um, okay, so well established that the medieval worlds actually knew that the earth was round. However, in 1838, Samuel Burley Robotham, who also <laughs> went by Parallax. Uh, what? There was no explanation as to why. That sounds like a medication. It like- does. It sounds like something on like late night TV that's like, call your doctor if you have signs of heart failure right. and vomiting <laughs> and like all that kind of How stuff. Side effects, man. <clears throat> How do you spell that? You spell parallax, P-A-R-A-L-L-A-X. It's going on my cool names list. (laughs) (laughs) Ruth apparently has a cool names list. (laughs) It's very long. It's extensive. (laughs) I love it. Um, So this parallax conducted experiments in the old Bedford River in Cambridgeshire in the UK to measure the curvature of the Earth using a six-mile or 9.7 kilometer stretch to do so, Samuel believed he had found proof not that the Earth had a curve, but that it was actually flat. So it's only six miles that he's using in order to do this. Let's remember that. Based on this conclusion, Robotham published a pamphlet called Zetetic Astronomy, and Zetetic means proceeding by inquiry, and was a weirdly popular word in the 1830s, and then just, like, disappeared. So, like, Pokemon was, like, 
popular back in like the 1800s because it it was like slang that meant cool. The word Pokemon? Yeah. That was like, y'all might not see this post. It was like a post. Like, <laughs> you spend a lot more time on the internet than I it do. It was like those, you know, like on Google, it shows you those, like yeah, the yeah, graphs. Yeah, the, the etym- uh-huh. etymology graphs. Right. It, and, it's, and it has like one little spike for Pokemon, like in the 1800s That's or something. That's so funny. And apparently it was like slaying them in cool or something. I'm, this is like a real thing, guys. The, so there was just an 1800s dude going around going, Pokemon! <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh my gosh. What? What? I'm so Pokemon. If I come across the post again, I'll send it to y'all. Oh, okay. Please do. All right. Well, <laughs> this dude was Unexpected not... Unexpected fandom <laughs> reference. This dude was not Pokemon, let's say. Oh, no. Um, so later, Robotham elaborated on this conclusion with a book called Earth Not a Globe, which proposed that the Earth was a flat disk with the North Pole at its center and Antarctica making up a wall of ice at its rim. He also claimed to have measured the exact distance the sun and moon were above the Earth, which was 3,000 miles, or 4,800 kilometers. The cosmos, so just the collection of stars, were just a little bit beyond that at 3,100 miles, or 5,000 kilometers above Earth. So, like, not even that much further away. I really like that. I don't exactly know how he calculated this. What did he think stars were? I don't. Don't ask. If they were I don't, only like a was a hundred miles. Further. They were only a hundred miles further <laughs> than than the moon and the sun, which were at, at the same. I mean, the that's same distance. Kind of about, they lo- the they're same. both above the disc. But uh, I feel like you're gonna get to it. But how did he explain the fact that like things in the it's sky? Like, I, he he never tries to explain that. that He's just moves. like, don't worry about it. He never tries to explain that the sun moves. Okay. We don't know the. The light from the sun projects down like a lamp, and that's where night and day comes from. This is like so we just spin like a record on a turntable. I don't know. I don't think it's the Earth. It's just they move around each other, and like you know, when you take a like a lamp and it has a little shade, I guess on it, uh, like it projects down into a circle, Mm -hmm. and the sun moves around. the The little spotlight of the sun projects down onto the ground of Earth and moves around, and that's where why sometimes it's day and sometimes it's night. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find anything anywhere that explained to me what they actually believed the structure of the I don't, of space I was, of... because they most of them don't believe space exists. Okay, I can't think of anything I read about, like, how the sun and move. Like, moon I don't move. think they can. I haven't... That's not even something I've thought about, but I know that they explain that the sun... Like the day and night cycles, because the sun is more like projecting straight down, um, because it's like I guess close enough to the Earth to do that. But if the moon's at the same distance, I don't. Okay, <laughs> anyway. I like the idea. I'm just picturing flat Earth like a record on a turntable that is moving. See, and that the, makes more the lamp sense of to the me. sun just stays there. That makes more the sense to me in terms of the way that they're thinking through things. Yeah. But at no point do they explain this. They were like, we got other things to yeah. explain. <laughs> So this guy, or Samuel Robotham, just kept going on with paper, and he kept publishing things. So he published a leaflet called The Inconsistency of Modern Astronomy and its Opposition to the Scriptures, because there we go, um, where he argued that because the Bible supported his conjecture that the Earth was flat and based on this essential truth, it couldn't and shouldn't be argued against. Now, I am a Christian. 
I have never once read to... <laughs> in the Bible that the earth is flat. It says at one point that on this circle of the earth, but that is probably the closest thing that it ever says about earth. Also, the Bible's been translated and interpreted yeah. in so many different ways. That there's just no way to say that it is exact truth for Emma, this. I don't know what you're talking about. I have read on many occasions... The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, and clearly that, as a, you know, offshoot of Christian theology, states that there is, in fact, an edge to the world, because Rebetrieve the Mouse goes in a little boat off the edge of the world, because he's brave. I have never heard of this. The Chronicles of Narnia? Oh. I've never read that. I've never read that series. They made a movie of it, right? Yes. Like, a, the, I know they did the BBC ones. No, no, no. There's, like, but then a they Disney the version. New one. Yeah. The like, only the only thing of those that I have ever, like, experienced was the BBC version of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I, that one's really long. I, I, I know. I watched it one out before the new ones came out. That's what I watched as a kid. We had them on cassette. And I think they were, some of them were, like, two cassettes worth because they were so long. Xander's going to kill me. I don't think he knows that I haven't read The Chronicles of Narnia. Wow, I don't think I've read them either. I had... <laughs> Shannon is freaking I out. Had, but, like, I kind of did. I had... I think it was Focus on the Family. Family Radio Theater. Yeah. I have them all downstairs. They're actually, like, really not a great organization, but the but production value Of the cool. Narnia? Yes. I had, like, a whole, like, set of them, and I was working my way through, but then I got distracted, and I'm not really sure what happened to those CDs. I could probably maybe find them, some like, online or something. They were pretty... I thought they were good. Whatever, Shannon. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, she's The production quality is good. The company that sells them is, like, highly okay. problematic conservative. Yeah, because Chifflin gives their CDs away. Yeah. 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 But... It's, like, radio theater, so it's, like, each character has its own voice, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a a, a score, mm-hmm. a musical score, and we used to listen to them on road trips. So if, and Emma, yeah. you would like to borrow them... I'm more I'm more than willing to be immersed in this. See, I, I own so, the books and the audiobook. I think I actually I'm so sorry. To Xander, I'm so sorry. Some, like, real audiobook, too. A long time. My mom was really into them, so we probably did listen to them Xander's audiobook. whole family is, like, Chronicles of Narnia, Lord of the Rings, like... All of that. I've never read Lord of the Rings either. I've only ever read The Hobbit. <laughs> I've read The Hobbit twice. I read The Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. I, it's it's just I they were I they the were movies. such they were like reading people like they didn't have a TV uh, when um, Xander was growing up. Yeah. There, there are a lot of references that go over his head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pop culture wise, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now we have your homework. Fun. Yep. Yeah. I have homework. That's fine. They That's good understand homework. my reference. That's good homework, though. Thank you for that. Thanks. So, Robotham gained a small following and even gained some notoriety in England when William Carpenter, a printer and author, successfully used pseudoscience and the argument that the Earth was flat to win a public debate against Alfred Russell Wallace, a leading scientist and naturalist at the time. He was the guy that said that the theory of evolution was true based on Darwin's discovery of natural selection. So he's the reason why we believe, or why we know, uh, the theory of evolution is basically scientifically correct. And he lost the debate? He lost the debate. 
Well. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what the, like I didn't get a transcript <laughs> of the debate. Degrees. So, <laughs> yeah. So Robotham created the Zetetic. I can't even really say this word. Zetetic Society in both England and in New York, and Carpenter eventually emigrated to the states to help grow the society. Over a thousand copies of Zetetic Astronomy made it made it to the states. Like he just sent a thousand copies over, and I need I need everyone who is listening right now to just I want one of those so badly, so badly. I want one of these Zetetic Astronomy pamphlets. Please, just some out of everyone in this room, I Xander, understand that I write am the it one down be able to find for it, but I need, birthday, anniversary, Christmas purposes. See, I just I, uh, that would be uh, that's just something I want to frame in my house just to be like, oh, you know this flatter, <laughs> and then just leave it at that. I feel like both of us are just going to continue to collect podcast adjacent, like, yep. you know. I've got <laughs> my teeth. You've got, what, Titanic books, Everest books, so up many. the wazoo. They're in the closet. Yep. Behind. She actually put them up very nicely on that shelf. They look very good. I have a lot. Yeah. I won't stop. So after Robotham's death in 1884, Lady Elizabeth Blount took up the reins and started the Universal Zetetic Society, whose objective was, quote, thank you, Wikipedia, this is from Wikipedia, quote, the propagation of knowledge related to natural cosmogony in confirmation with the Holy Scriptures based on practical scientific investigation. Two, <laughs> two of those things, what? one of these things just doesn't belong here. It just, I don't. Is that a song? Yeah, from, oh, from Sesame Street. Oh. They'd come out and be like, it'd be a, a two letters and then a number, and it'd be like, one of these things just doesn't belong here. But my mom used Random to Random singing. Sorry. Yeah, you've got a lot of bingo cards coming up, too. Like, we're not, we're not even, I'm not even through my first page, y'all. Oops, sorry, you'll be quiet. No, you're fine. You're absolutely You are fine. here for knowledge and comedic value. Yes. I'm just here. You're <laughs> here for knowledge and comedic value as well. Just comedic value. I know nothing about Flat Earth other than you know Rosie's about, obsessed with it. You know about Narnia, though. Yeah, That's you knew true. about Narnia. Gosh. <laughs> Disappointments. Sorry. So, this society published a magazine called The Earth Not a Globe Review and a flat earth journal called Earth, a monthly magazine of sense and science, which was published between 1901 and 1904, edited by Lady Blount. <laughs> New drag queen name. So, when Blount passed away in 1935, there was a lull in membership, and it wasn't fully picked up until the 1950s. So in 1956, Samuel Shenton, who fully believed that the, quote, authorities were covering up the fact that the Earth was flat, established the International Flat Earth Research Society and ran it from his home in Dover, England. He's an interesting character, so there's a lot to him. In fact, he has his own Wikipedia page, so feel free to go read about that. Um, but, we love a home society, right? also. I'll, anything that, ha like, remember Mothman? Had the research has the research society, Annabelle the doll. They have the research society, like all of that. I love what you just add research society to something, and you're like, I smart. I, I mean, love it. I still think the one that tops them all is the World Carrot Museum. But they don't say research society. They don't. But I'm still pretty sure it's in some guy's it's basement <laughs> in England. Really, and it's just you're looking up at the carrots from, that are growing above you. 
Whoa. <laughs> underground? <laughs> well, because it's in a basement. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm funny. Um, all right. So go and read his Wikipedia page, Samuel Shenton. But he mostly lectured tireless, tirelessly about flat earth to youth groups, student groups during the space race. So he was very concerned about the space race becoming something that was like, they're lying to you. Like, this isn't real. All this kind of stuff. So he was shown satellite images of Earth in the 1960s, which showed the Earth as a, sh- I was going to say a sphere. A sphere. <laughs> a sphere. As a sphere. And said that he could see how an untrained eye could be fooled by such a photo. <laughs> yep. I have so many questions. I know. I know. <laughs> when similar images taken by astronauts were later shown to him, he claimed that a wide-angle lens was creating the curvature and was deceptive to the... De- Deceptive to the public. He also fully believed that the moon landing and other subsequent space explorations were faked. Oh, that was one of my follow-up questions. Hashtag NASA lies. Yeah. So he fully believed that space wasn't even really a thing. Yeah. So when Shenton passed in 1971, Charles K. Johnson got some of his library and from there established the International Flat Earth Research Society of America. <laughs> oh. So it's both international and of America. As so many American things really think they are. <laughs> yep. So he, of course, was president of this society, but he was also president of the Covenant People's Church in California. So over the next three decades, the society grew to 3,500 members, which over the course of three decades, you get about a thousand people every decade. That's pretty consist- consistently good, specifically because there is no internet at this point. So they're they're doing pretty good. They're doing mm-hmm. pretty well. Of course, there was literature, including Flat Earth News, mm-hmm. which was a quarterly four-page tabloid paid for through member dues. Members were recruited by speaking against the U.S. government, its agencies, most, most of the time it was NASA, um, and using the Bible to prove that the Earth was flat, although they did try to use some other physical evidence and explanations, but not very much. After a fire at his home in 1997, membership declined drastically. So all of his membership logs where he would go be able to, like, contact people to get dues, they all went up in flames. So he mm-hmm. wasn't able to get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Johnson died in 2001, unable to rekindle any interest. But of course, there is always one hangers-on. Mm-hmm. So in 2004... Daniel Shenton, who was not related to Samuel Shenton, just what? somehow they ended up with the same last name. I don't know how that Conspiracy. happened. Conspiracy. <laughs> right? Brought back the Flat Earth Society based on a web discussion forum. So the official relaunch of the society in October of 2009 brought about the creation of a Flat Earth wiki, <laughs> <laughs> new Flat Earth literature, and a new website. They started to accept members and by 2017 had over 500 people join. There is a faction that broke away in 2013 that features its own wiki and forum and is entirely web-based because apparently Flat Earthers are very specific about what they believe and don't believe. Which I I admire. They're very, they're very determined in that this is truth and this is not truth, but like... My brain was just like, oh, so it's like you've got Episcopalians yeah. and Anglicans. <laughs> you it's got truly, this it's branch truly of that. The, the overarching factor is they believe the earth is flat. 
Yeah. Everything from that point further, is it an actual disc or is it like, you know, a plane in between two? Is like, it is just it, a simulation? Some of them believe that Atlantis and Lemuria are underneath the Earth, but it's underneath the disc of the Earth. Is it on the back like of a turtle? Floating. <laughs> on the back of a turtle. Back of oh, a great turtle. On a turtle. <laughs> That's freshman year. Yeah. Back to the musical that we don't need to talk about. Nope. All right. So, of course, the U.S. and the U.K. are not the only places where the idea of flat Earth has caught on. So in 1970, the Flat Earth Society of Canada was established by philosopher Leo Ferrari, writer Raymond Fraser, and poet Alden Nolan. The society was active until 1984. So... 14 years. The fact that it's a philosopher, and was it a poet? A philosopher, a writer, and a poet. Okay, and they put together this little scientific group. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure that's what But it only lasted happening. 14 years. Like, they weren't <laughs> friends anymore, so they were like, all right, this is society. Drama happened. <laughs> Drama, apparently. Disbanded. Yeah. Um, they called themselves Plano Terrarialists. I mean, I, yeah. I really tried. It's a very long word. Um, and claimed that the main problem of the technological age was the fact that people were willing to accept theories on blind faith and to reject evidence of their own senses. <laughs> so Ferrari was interviewed in 1990 for the Flat Earth mockumentary In Search of the Edge and is outed as a globe, a globalist. I don't even know if I said that right. Which is someone who believes the Earth is spherical. His intentions, however always seemed to be more parodic than anything else. So they started this group as a parody. A long con. A huge long con. Isn't that great? I admire his, I admire this work. Yeah. Also the fact that there's a mockumentary called In Search of the Edge. I want, I, I tried to look for it, um, to watch it in time. And I was like, there's, I have no time for this. So oh, I just, man. I need to, I need to sit down and actually watch it. So Italy also has some small groups of conspiracy theorists, mostly emerging from online forums, although they have no centralized society. But there are those who have carried out meetings and organized a few between 2018 and 2019 in Palermo, Sicily, with a price of 20 euro per entry. They have some specific claims as well, because obviously the media went to go and record this and see what was happening. So this is these are some of the claims that these flat earthers had. One, NASA is like Disneyland and the astronauts are actors. Which I I really like the idea of. I really want to go to a Disneyland that's like NASA based. That sounds like fun. Um the dinosaurs didn't exist and neither does the Darwinian theory of evolution. It <laughs> doesn't follow to me. They feel like too like pe- like related but not connected it doesn't follow it is the is the answer it's this is the fact that their idea of science is so thwarted that it just doesn't match up so they're just pulling at strings going to try and connect them full it just full charlie day like on the wall Mm. everything is just splattered here let's try and connect it with some thread Mm -hmm. um so also, scientists are liars being paid by companies and governments, which is common among conspiracy theories. <laughs> I just, I don't understand how they think that science isn't real. Then I'm like, well, how do you think we discover how to make Pop-Tarts or cars or literally anything you 
consume or use. And thinking that deeply, I don't think has. Uh, clearly, I am them. never going to be an actual conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm not. I have too many questions. They also believe that most scientists are actually Freemasons. Mm. <laughs> There's a Freemason building? Do they, is it a church? There's like a Freemason place downtown where I live. It might be. I mean, we have a, free, a Freemason. I don't know. Uh, is it a temple in yeah. Alexandria? Yeah. Oh, is it temple? Yeah. It's like very easy to miss i think it's just like on the street but like i walk by it every day to this like when i'm walking through the studio and i think one time the freemasons had a dinner in prothro oh my gosh why um i don't there was just like a mysterious group and we couldn't have dinner there and like it was all like um, they were recruiting it was nicely (laughs) catered and like we're like who's in there and someone was like it's the Oh, God. That sounds like something someone just says to be like... Um, and then I stole one of their roles. Good for you. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was a very good role. That's an honor code violation. <laughs> I mean, it was like a pro-throw role. No, um, it was a nicer... It wasn't like a normal pro-throw role. Catering. They tried really It was the hard. catering role, yeah. I mean, they paid to be there, so... Like, That's true. true. I guess technically we did, too. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. We paid to be there as well. Okay, but like... It's normal. It was like... It's normal. Perfectly okay. fine. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. At home, do you just have four hot options available that you didn't have to cook? Because at my house, it was, if you didn't like what mom is making, you can make a peanut butter and jelly. Like... So, it, this is not a five-star dining experience. I think, I think my issue really just is the fact that they, like, up the ante for people who are like, we're going to have a dinner here. And I'm like, oh, I want that food. Or, like, the, it was uh, the special theme nights were always really hype, and you'd, like, text your friends. You'd be like, yeah. get here. It's, like, casino night, and they busted out, like, yeah. the good whatever. Yeah. I miss. You want to know what I miss about Pro Throw? Tell me what you miss. The cereal bar of, like, five different cereals that were just there. Dude, I miss the fact that I could get soft serve at whatever point I wanted. True. Or bagels. Just I like just bagels. the omelet station there in the morning. And mm. I would wake myself up early in the morning to go get breakfast and get an omelet from the omelet man. <laughs> the omelet man. He was good. He, like, knew my order. Oh, that's sweet. I like it when that happens. Mm -hmm. And they had pancakes on Sundays. But then at one point, they got rid of pancake Sundays. So I sent a very strongly worded (laughs) text to their, like, feedback phone number. I was like, the only reason I dragged myself (laughs) to your godforsaken dining hall on a Sunday is for pancakes. I miss college when little things could be so significant. I miss college, I think, because of the structure, uh-huh. but I don't miss the actual work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mood. I want, I want the, co- I want a college experience where I don't have to do anything. I, I would still go to class. I just don't want to have to write papers. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. exactly it. And I the just accessibility want to be able to, like, of having lectures. all of your friends within, mm-hmm. like, a five-minute radius. Seriously. Where you like, can just text up and be like... Yo, what you doing? Crow throw five minutes, and yeah. everyone's like, "All right, we have the theater table. <laughs> Here you go, <laughs> the best." Versus now, Emma and I had to start a podcast to guarantee we hang out every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love you. I love you.
We love you too. Yeah, I love Thanks. you too, man. <laughs> Didn't mean to leave you out of the love fest. Okay. All right. Cry a little. Oh, don't cry. <laughs> You're not allowed to cry on please the microphone, don't. please. We're obsessed with how obsessed you and Haley are with this podcast. I know. Honestly, like, I feel like if you guys were not so hyped, like, we, we were a real big deal, we'd be like, uh, like, I feel like it would be harder to motivate us, but we're like, we gotta do it for <laughs> Haley and Ruth and Xander and anyone else who happens to listen, great. But we have those three <laughs> that we have. We have our, we yeah. have our core people, that's and that's the only reason. And Jordan. How did I forget Jordan? Of course, Jordan. Jordan Jordan's like going to, uh, uh, Jordan's hopefully going to be able to help me do um, more accessible uh, podcast stuff. So we might have a YouTube channel soon. Woo! So then you can read all the dumb jokes we make. Yep. Not just listen to them. You're welcome. All right, let's move back into Sorry, these I don't other... know how we got here. That's all right. Back at the ranch. Back on the ranch? You know. sounded like a parrot. You did. <laughs> back on the ranch. <laughs> oh, golly. All right, so scientists are Freemasons. Yep. You know that? Oh, okay. right, right, right. The US, you know that. That, that, was, that was it. Um, <laughs> the U.S. has a plan to create a new America within Europe that would be open to everyone where the only value anyone has is consumerism. America, too. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's like a really bad movie. I have the no clue. to America. I have no clue where this theory comes from. I don't know what it's rooted in. I don't know. Where in Europe? It just in just Europe. They and haven't how, done it yet. What if it's like scattered throughout? Like there's like a state. Like, you know, like. It's just Virginia it, is like over in France. The defunct Air Force bases Texas are now over in like army bases. Denmark. Alaska 2.0. <laughs> oh my gosh. And in, in Norway. Oh, wait, but. I'm sorry. The only value that everyone brings is their consumerism? Yeah, so it's basically just extreme capitalist societies. I mean, I'd be really good at that, but how is anyone going to have money? To do that. You you get them from other places in Europe, I guess. I don't know. You I, steal all their money. I'm... I, dude, I have... Past this little bullet point, I have no more info all right. for you. Send me a pamphlet, internet people. Sorry? How does this relate to Flat Earth again? I don't know. Okay. I got you now. So the next one... It's the Italian branch. It, yeah, they're a little funky. They're views. Um, so the next one is that George Soros, the American billionaire, commands a satanic globalist conspiracy... Which, this one specifically, is mostly just an anti-Semitic belief, which mm. is just rude. Like, they they have taken this, it's, it's kind of tangentially cr- uh, related to QAnon, so it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit much. We're not ever going to talk about QAnon on this podcast. Sorry, guys. Geek. Um, so, the 2019 photograph of the core of a supermassive black hole, to Super them, massive. is fake. <laughs> Wait, 2019? Yeah. That was very specific. You have a very specific. <laughs> I was thought. just trying to remember Pensive. about the like the beginnings of how I got into flat Earth. Oh, this is much later than. Yeah, you than were already you. in. You were already no. In that's it. why I'm confused because the reason that it happened is there was some sort of black whole dark matter discovery and they posted the picture everywhere and it looked it was like two like little holes in space and it, was, and it looked like a dog nose does anyone remember this i remember I, it vaguely and i i remember learning about it because i was in astronomy 101 that semester and like my astronomy professor was like whoa it's this cool thing and he was like right about on the whiteboard and like there were all these pictures all over the internet and nathan <laughs> posted 
posted that it was the meme. It was a meme about this thing that happened and it looked like a dog nose. And then the Flat Earth Society was like, this is clearly a picture of a dog nose. And like Nathan, <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan was like, thanks, Flat Earth Society. And I was like, Flat Earth Society. And I checked it out. And that was like the beginnings of like my whole life. Um, you the, can keep- <laughs> root of, the root of Ruth. <laughs> there you go. I feel like maybe I can look it up while you keep talking. It was like dark matter. Ah. If you find it, stop me. Okay, I will. I just love the visual experience. I know, that was great. I'm sorry you guys can't see this. I just am imagining you working on your writing and being just like, ha, I mean, sometimes it is like that. Sometimes it is like I feel like a lot of the time it's me typing and then like I just kind of like zone out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You're like, wait, that oh, was wait, a good sorry. idea. And I'll be like, what does this word mean again? And I'll go to Google it, but then I'll get distracted and Google something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Google's like, welcome, friend. And welcome back. Come on in. All right. And last, the last belief that they have is that the proof that the earth is flat is that in a filled bottle, if placed horizontally, the water inside never curves. Because apparently <laughs> that would prove <laughs> that the earth has a curve. I I have no clue. <laughs> this sounds like something that I've seen on Facebook too. Like, do you remember when people would try and balance that egg on like its end? Oh, during the eclipse. Yeah, or and it was like, ooh, it's like the energies are perfect for There's this. There's a reference of, to to that on the West Wing. Really, which is really only exciting for me and Erica. But yes. At one point, Alice and Janie is trying to do it, and they're all like, nah, it's not going to work. And then they all leave the frame, and she, like, does it for a second. She's like, guys! And, like, they don't come and look. That's so funny. It's, like, it's one of those, um, I forget what, like, the film term is, but, like, the tag on the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right before they roll the credits that's, like, sort of wrapping up the episode, but also, like... A cute little, like... Well, they'll, like... It happens, and then it fades to black, but the audio keeps going. Oh, yeah, So it'll be, yeah. like, it's written by Erin Sorkin, but then you'll hear her being like, ah, come on. That's so Whatever. cute. I feel, I, I think my, aside from the largest concerns of WTF with this Italian society. <laughs> Fair enough. My biggest complaint is that you should probably not go by... Like, the Flat Earth Society of Italy or whatever they they were. Like, I feel like you should go with a broader title. Because you're kind of conspiracy theorists <laughs> of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And you might be alienating people that agree with your views, but maybe don't know about Flat Earth yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, there was an article that I read. I think it was from CNN. And they had interviewed people who had done meetups. Um, like, that they knew each other through web discussions about Flat Earth and then had meetups to talk about all of their conspiracy theories and stuff. And one of the main things was that flat earthers don't necessarily believe in all other conspiracies. But what does happen is that flat earth is their number one. Like it is never that it's like, Oh, um, I believe in flat earth, but like, I actually, you know, really believe in like this conspiracy more so. So like if it, you know, detracts from flat earth, like then I, you know, I understand Mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe flat earth isn't really a thing for people who are true flat earthers. That is their one, like number one. And Mm -hmm. if they have other conspiracies underneath that, they have like maybe a few, it's never going to be like whole hog in something else if they already are mm. fully into flat earth. Interesting. So I wonder if this, like, these 
small groups of conspiracy theorists in Italy, because they don't have a centralized society, were already kind of, like, scattered in their beliefs to begin with. And so all of their, like, meetup things were just weird. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I do remember this. And those two black holes next to each other, question mark? Can you send this to, uh, Shannon? Yeah, okay. I, this is, I scrolled all the way back in Nathan's Facebook (laughs) to find this meme. It's so funny. This was it, and it's posted by Flat, what is it? The Flat Earth Society, maybe? It's posted by Flat Earth Matters, and that's the page that I followed that got me all my Flat Earth memes. And it says, two black holes or dog nose. By the way, this is not a Hollywood production that I am going to show you. I don't know what that means. Research here, <laughs> flat and stationary Earth. NASA lies. And it's, yeah, it's two black holes or a dog nose. That's so hilarious That was the beginning. That was, that was Post- the origin story. February 29th, 2016 is when he posted it. Classic. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're here. You've made it all. You've made it all the way here. <laughs> yes. Well done. Start from the bottom. What a journey. <laughs> so now, of course, with the internet, we are able to access all kinds of information and connect with people from all around the world at any hour of any day. Which means that the topic of flat Earth and many other conspiracies can thrive without needing a centralized physical space, which is disconcerting. So most modern flat earthers embrace not only flat earth conspiracies, but others, mostly out of necessity to explain away why everyone with major, from major institutions to their local news stations don't agree with what they think they know to be true. Mm-hmm. So according to the speakers from the 2018 UK flat earth convention, fun. Missed out are, on that one. Yeah, we really, we, we missed out. <laughs> Uh, There are different varieties of flat earth beliefs. While most agree it was disc, the earth is disc shaped. Others said that it was diamond shaped. Others don't believe in outer space and most don't believe that anyone has traveled there, but they do have some understanding of a quote universe. That, that part, I have no... I Like, I could go on for days about what they might think about this, but it's so specific to each person that I can't say what one whole sect believes. Can I ask a follow-up question that you, you probably won't have the data <laughs> That's for? fine. I want to talk about it regardless. Is there any data on the political affiliations of flat earthers? That is something that I can speculate on, but do not have the data on. Because here's my thought process. Mm -hmm. Go off. I feel like there may be some correlation between people who support Donald Trump (laughs) and flat earthers. However, how did they explain his creation of the Space Force if they don't believe outer space is real? See, what I would think is that he created a Space Force in order to, like, not he specifically, but they believe that he created a space force in order to basically kick NASA out of the federal, uh, Mm. like, landscape, so that then the government, quote, government, could take care of all space-related things, and then they would basically just be a a defunct, like, wouldn't be doing, yeah. No space no force. No space. No space force. Alright. But cool. that's just my that's just a guess. Speculation station. 
Now that I love. <laughs> choo choo. Here we go. Hop on bard. Hop on bard. What? I don't know why I was Irish. Okay. So because all things lead to Ireland. Atlantis. Uh, yes. The Bermuda Triangle. Flat Earth. All of it. So the disc that most of them believe in has the Arctic, cir- uh, Arctic Circle at the center, so the North Pole, and Antarctica as a 150-foot wall of ice around uh, the edge to, if, with NASA employees <laughs> guarding the ice wall to keep people from climbing up and falling off, what? which I love. Who guarded it before NASA? I don't know. The wall, people the wall. died. They just... I think natural selection, if you want to climb the ice They don't believe in natural of- selection. Okay, well, just I do. If you, want it, if you want to climb the ice wall on the edge of the world, that's on you. Also, 150 feet feels very small to keep, like, right? all of the oceans and things contained. But I guess if it's all ice at that point anyway. I guess. But Maybe like, it's like if the ocean goes up, there's water. It's like an infinity pool? Huh? <laughs> I was thinking, okay, like, the water goes up and it's ice, so it just makes more ice, but it's also salt water, but I won't know. Salt water can freeze, right? Right. Yeah, that's At how... like, a higher sure. or lower So, okay, yeah, so yeah. then the ocean water, it goes up and makes more wool. But then we're um, going to run out of ocean. Or flat earthers should be very concerned about global or disc warming. Disc warming. (laughs) Then it'll melt the edge of the world and we'll all just spill off the sides. I was thinking that it would just melt the ice here and then it would make the oceans get so high it would spill over the sides of the 150 foot walls of ice. I guess it's kind of the same thing in a way. But then wouldn't land like float away? Like I don't, I don't know what they what they believe about like what's Tectonic at the very bottom. Yeah, Are yeah, you yeah. saying that flat earthers believe that the land just floats on the ocean? I don't know. <laughs> they don't tell me. If you're a flat earther, please write in. This podcast doesn't exist. Gmail.com. Please, please explain. So, they have also developed the belief that Earth's gravity is an illusion. And I need to no. read this quote from uh, okay, from, from Live Science. So this is the quote. You mean are you sure it's not live science? I don't know. <clears throat> is it live science? No, you have to live science. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll be fine. Oh, they are the same word. <laughs> they are spelled the, the same. The great word. author, everybody. <laughs> yeah, there she is. All right. So this is the quote. Earth's gravity is an illusion. They say. Objects do not accelerate downward. Instead, the disk of Earth accelerates upward at 32 feet per second squared. That's very specific. Driven up by a mysterious force called dark energy. Currently, there is a disagreement amongst flat earthers about whether or not Einstein's theory of relativity permits Earth to accelerate upward indefinitely without the planet eventually surpassing the speed of light. Einstein's laws apparently still hold in this ultimate version of reality. I'm sorry. Wait a second. Wait a sec. Before we move on. The fact that you've just renamed gravity dark energy. And instead of going downward, things are coming up. You've just reversed it. See, I knew that they didn't believe in gravity, but I don't think I knew about this elevator question mark. Where, where is it going? Right? 
Because isn't the sun a specific distance? Yeah, like or is the sun attached? The sun is moving with us. I was gonna say, is it attached? Why to doesn't this? the sun come down? If it, how is it moving with us? It's the desk lamp is attached to the yeah to the desk. That's what I'm thinking. Is that the the desk lamp the desk lamp of both the sun and the moon, and with their little sheet of the cosmos above them, Mm -hmm. is just moving at this like it's all attached to the disc. But where are we going? Are we just moving upwards, or are we just making me, like, a little circle? But where are we going? Where are we going? I'm just picturing that they think the whole planet, or the disc the whole, the whole disc is just like Sokovia from the One Avengers movie. Yes! <laughs> it's just Tony Truly. Stark holding Truly. Dark energy, I'm sorry, is holding us. Dark energy, or yes. propelling us up. Wasn't dark energy the thing in Thor the Dark World? Yeah, the, the elves. Whatever that we thing don't is. Like I the, just, the, we we don't like have to talk about Thor. Thor. Just a good one. I like all the Loki angst in the second mm. one. That's true. Emma, mm. have you and Xander watched Loki yet? No. Oh my god. Don't okay. I know. Well, that's your first homework. And then and the then seven Narnia. Narnia. Got it. Seven? Seven? I did that at work the other day. And there was no one around to understand. And I felt very silly. I Gosh. do it all the time and people are like, okay. Okay. Ruth. Just Ruth. Any like, days. Any days. But. All right. So they also believe that photos of Earth are photoshopped, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. and GPS devices have been rigged to make pilots think that they are flying in lines around a sphere when they're really flying in circles above a disk. Well, do they think pilots use GPSs when they fly through the air? <laughs> I have an assumption that most of the flat earthers are not pilots. I do know that, that another one is that if you... The Earth is flat because if you were flying your plane, how come, if you're flying in a straight line, how come you just don't fly off into space? I, dude. Because, you know, because the Earth is... That's why they break the GPS systems. <laughs> if you go straight across a sphere, you would go away from the sphere. You would have to drive in a circle, question mark, in a curved path. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, but I they're like, oh, but, but when I'm on a plane, I don't feel us dipping down. Yeah, so, like, that's another argument. Yeah. Um, uh, there were a couple of, of people who were, like, staunch members, are staunch members of the Flat Earth Society that were, like, there was one dude brought a level with him onto the plane and held it up at, on video on his phone against the window of his of his plane, and it stayed level the entire time. And he's like, this is proof that the Earth is flat. I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> my, my friends would go nah, on dude. planes and send me snaps, like, out their window and be like, where's the curvature? <laughs> I'm like, you're right, because it's flat. <sighs> I, you guys, you just gave me another, like, existential anxiety of... That the Earth might be flat? No. Okay. <laughs> that I will someday end up on a plane with a pilot who thinks, who the, earth thinks the Earth is flat. <laughs> Just like how, I, if I ever have children, I feel like I'm going to be concerned that their teachers are, like, secretly 
anti-vaxxers or like mm-hmm. anti-science people or molesters yeah oh, all the terrible things my computer um, anti-vaxxers or molesters well <laughs> but you know what i mean like that concern of like you are in a position of authority and i hope there's that- your brain yeah but now i'm just going to anytime i get on a plane i'm gonna be like <gasps> you just you ask you ask the flight attendant as you're getting like, on the hey, plane can i just saying hi can you just knock oh. on the door real quick could you just pass this note? <laughs> they can circle yes or no. You don't have it just can you just tell me? Like, can you just shout in there real quick? Hey, flat earth, yes or no? Like <laughs> I'll just stay here with you in the galley, because if they say yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna to, just dip. I'm just gonna dip. Just gonna dip. Thanks. A questionnaire like you do on Tinder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For your <Yes>. pilot. <laughs> okay, quick. Okay. Can you fill out this Google survey? Thank you. Real quick? Thanks. Yeah. All right. And lastly, of these internet researchers' beliefs, Mm -hmm. the reason the governments of the world have for concealing the fact that the Earth is flat is assumed to be financial, as it would cost considerably less to fake a space program than it would be to actually have one. Where do they think our trillions of dollars of debt came from? Where? Why? To other governments. But, hold up. You know it will cost even less. Just not having a space program. <laughs> That's what they're saying. But no, what they're saying is that it's they're faking. They're making a fake space program. Basically, that they're employing all of these theater majors to create <laughs> a space program. Where do I send my resume? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can pretend. That's like, because that's part of the Disney World thing. Yeah, the Disney World theory and yeah. the astronauts are all actors. I mean, guys, that's where we've got to go. We've got to go apply for NASA. The NASA land. NASA land. Yeah. I really want that to be true. I feel I like mean, that'd be so much fun. You get in one of those gravity yeah, Emma, machines. Emma, what you're saying is you want to go to space camp. <laughs> Except I really don't, because I don't actually want to go to space. space and I feel like that's exclusive. Like, space camp, it feels like it should be for people who are super into space. Like, Xander should go to the space camp. They have an adult space, space camp. camp. <laughs> I have looked it up. Um, so that might be happening, Xander. You're welcome. I love you. Um... <laughs> And weirdly, though, the president and vice president of the Flat Earth Society that is currently running both believe that the evidence for global warming is strong, even though the data came from NASA and it includes a word they disagree with. They also accept other mainstream tenets of science, like evolution. Wait, what word did they disagree with? Global. global. Okay, I understand. Okay, oh, you mean the title global, global warming. warming? I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Not, so, yeah. just like not just Florida like Florida warming. Yeah. <laughs> or like, cli- like climate change. Like it's right. not just, they, they specifically have said global warming is like a real <clears throat> But they've changed it to climate change because it's not exactly global warming. Yeah, it's not like the whole earth is warming up. It's like, yeah. it, it, climates are shifting. <laughs> Existential, Jed. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. We're just having a fun time here, guys. Yeah. Just, We're fun just, time. just fun jokes, times. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Happy jokes, fun times. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> This this episode is chaos at its best. Yeah. This is my kind of episode. (laughs) Messy. Messy, Messy, but beautiful. Messy, messy, messy. What's that from? Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Wow. I love that you had to sing it in order to remember what it was from. (laughs) I am singing. Check, check. I could picture it in my brain. My head brain. My head brain. It's the little magician dude and he drops the eggs. 
And he cleans it up and he puts, I think he puts it in his hat and he like brushes it and he's like, messy, messy, messy. How and many times have you watched this? I know, this is like a quote my mom and I do a lot. Oh, okay. It's like one of those family things where mm-hmm. it's something as messy we're like, messy, messy, it's messy. Like my family and peanuts we say that all the time. I don't know what that's about. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> that and don't eat the flan. Which is from a movie that my grandmother watched a long time ago. And my family does not like flan at all. Because uh-huh. my grandmother calls it moko. Like, it's mokoi. It's, like, kind of, like... I can't even You're really explain it. You're making hand gestures. I am. Like, that's going to help. I don't know how I'm helping. Um, like, I was I was going to say sinus boogers. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Like, it's like phlegm. Phlegm. Thank you. There That's what Mokoi means. There. I'm sorry. Ooh, I can't. My, my brain did the weird thing of you don't actually know this language. Good luck coming like up with a word. Mocha. Yeah. No. See, I was expecting you to say that your family's thing was, um, what's that movie that you guys are obsessed with around Christmas? Mr. Magoo? And the raspberry dressing. That, <laughs> I feel like, oh, maybe yeah. it's just because I spend more time at your family's house around right, the yeah, holidays. holidays yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's. Let's wrap this up, shall we? Because we're going to talk about some current believers and some pop culture. So a few of these surprised me, and I really hope that y'all are just as surprised. I'm hyped. I've been surprised so much this episode. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad because Shaquille O'Neal said during his podcast, The Big Podcast with Shaq, that he drove from Florida to California and it seemed flat to him. Also a Freemason. <laughs> oh snap! So, Everything looks flat to you, Shaq, because you're like eight feet tall. <laughs> you can see beyond the horizon anyway. <laughs> that high meets the sea. So he later said it was a joke. Like he later said, uh-huh. like, "Oh, I don't really believe in flat earth." <laughs> he but tried to walk it I back. Just, I love that during his own podcast, it seemed flat to me. My gosh! Wow. <laughs> He has been on so many episodes of this podcast, unexpectedly. I love Shaquille O'Neal. We know. I'm sorry. I love him. <laughs> um, all right. So Mike Hughes, who you probably don't know, he was a daredevil. Um, he built a homemade manned rocket to attempt to see for himself if the Earth was flat. Yeah, he did it for sense. the... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he did it for the first time in 2018 and made it out of $20,000 worth of scrap metal. Which sounds safe. Yeah, very safe. Um, he launched it with himself inside <clears throat> and ended with a hard landing after climbing to 1,875 feet. Oh, wow. So he made it pretty high. It's pretty good for a backyard rocket. Right? Higher than the ice wall. Right? <laughs> so that was his thought, was that he could get up high enough to see past the, like, whatever the horizon might be okay, in order to see the ice wall. Okay, but how small does he think the yeah, distance okay. is? Like, you would need to, I think a wiser choice would be to go towards the edge of the earth. Yeah. You would think. Launch up so you can get, like, a closer view. You would think. But okay. he wanted to go up rather than out. So <clears> the parachutes <throat> deployed successfully, and Hughes remained convinced of flat earth and wanted to do it again with larger rockets. Hmm. So on February 22nd, 2020, he launched another rocket with himself inside and was unfortunately killed in an accident that was caused by early deployment of the rocket and a separation of the return parachute. Hmm. He was killed instantly on impact, so hopefully there was no suffering in that. But it's still, like, a backyard rocket doesn't sound safe. This is the opposite of people going over Niagara in a barrel. It's like... 
Because you know, you know the risk. You know the risk, But instead of going down, you're going up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rapper, B.O.B., as in, my name is Bob and I approve this message from... I've got the magic in oh. me. Oh, I knew man. Shannon wouldn't get that, so I knew <laughs> I'd have to sing it. <laughs> Thank you. My, the company at my studio did a dance to that song. It's the all I think of is Pitch Perfect. Yeah. I've never seen that, so I have no association That's with fine. that. I just think about the girl, like, they were, like, wearing, like, little leotard magician, and they, like, pull the little string oh, out. Oh, cute. So they the did end. a magic act. It was, like, a magic, and they had a little box in there, like, there's nothing in here, and it was, this is all happening during a dance. That's, That's what I so think funny. of. Cute. Well, this B.O.B., I don't know if it's Bob or if it's B.O.B. I feel like because you said his name is Bob. I'm just going to call him Bob. Okay. So Bob. B.O.B. <laughs> Bob promoted Flat Earth and other conspiracy theories in his song Flatline, where he disses Neil deGrasse Tyson after the two had a Twitter battle about the Earth's curvature. Wow. He has started a GoFundMe page, which I couldn't find recently because it turns out it was a scam. Um, to raise money to launch a satellite into space to prove the Earth is flat. But space doesn't exist. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Logan Paul released a mockumentary in 2019 called Flat Earth to the Edge and Back and had entirely convinced the people he had filmed that he believed in the Flat Earth theory. He doesn't, and it was all a publicity stunt, and the Flat Earth Society got very mad. Like, I don't agree with the Flat Earth Society, but I just have to loathe Logan Paul on principle. Oh, yes. It agreed. Did you know that he's the reason Pokemon cards are impossible to buy right now? No. He's, like, part of the reason. I watched a Try Guys documentary about it. Documentary? Yeah. But, like, he is part of the problem of, like, making them more valuable. So now when you go to a Target on, like, delivery day, people are, like, lined up to buy boxes of Pokemon cards. It's ridiculous. I'm like, man, maybe my second edition cards are worth something now. <laughs> Xander's so happy that he has some Pokemon cards now. You have no clue. I mean, I could just like... She gave some to him for his birthday, and he got so excited. Cute. Yeah. But maybe I'll just find some kid that, like, wants to get into Pokemon, but, like, can't because you have to buy a box online for, like, $250 or something. Yeah. And I'll be like, hi. Would you... Do you have $20 of allowance... Here's my entire binder. <laughs> Have fun. Go You're forth. welcome. Go forth. So, this is just one last thing of note, and it goes to what Ruth was saying earlier. Flat Earth supporters are planning an expedition to Antarctica mm -hmm. to find the edge of the Earth and climb it to prove they are right about it being flat. Even though others have already crossed the poles, they don't believe it. And want to do it themselves. This plan began in 2018 and it hasn't yet come to fruition, <laughs> mostly because the pandemic okay. made it difficult to travel and they didn't have the funds. So it's still a possibility that the flat earthers are gonna go up to Antarctica and hopefully not die. How much would something like that cost? A lot of money. Because it's not just the like travel expenses you also have to figure out how to survive out there yeah. long enough for you to make the trek it's basically like going to everest that's what i was just thinking i was like this is like the flat earthers everest it basically is <laughs> this is their everest which to me makes no sense that if flat earthers are so determined that they would be able to see the edge of the earth if they went up high enough 
not even just like that. Why aren't they? Why are not more flat earthers really into Everest? I mean, we don't know that they aren't. I I could find no one. Maybe they're closet flat earthers, right? That'd be so funny. <laughs> and that that is the end of my flat Earth research. But is there is there anything, Ruth, that you would like to add as a as a former <laughs> meme lord of the of the flat earthers? Um. It's just me. It's just me. I told you about the dog nose. The dog nose. I got the shirts. I got people questioning me. I just love that that happened. That I. But there are people on Facebook who would get like big mad about it too. Like you know, Professor Lobo. Yeah, yeah, of him, sure. Yeah, yeah. I like took a class with him, and so I'm friends with him on Facebook. He hated it. He just made him so mad, and um, <laughs> it makes Cobb mad too. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> so funny, Steve. <laughs> um, and like, even if they know they're like, uh, it's just being annoying by posting this means it still makes them so mad. It's hilarious. Yeah, I just love that. Like, I as one of your friends <laughs> was genuinely like. Is Ruth? No, but is she? I feel like when, I, especially when I first started doing it, because I remember I was—that's when I was living in TV with him, and I was like, "Ruth, I've been watching your Facebook, <laughs> and I need to ask. I've been keeping an eye on you, and I need—I need verification." Well, I think because in the beginning it was like, "Is it? Are you?" And then. Because people kept doing that, you just, like, leaned in harder. Yeah, but then people start sending me memes, too, because they'll, they'll see a flat earth meme, and they'll be like, oh, God, isn't that true? And, like, people I don't even really talk to on Facebook would, like, tag me in them or, like, PM them to me. It's that, become part just, of your brand. Yeah, yeah, this just means that you are now implanted in people's brains for the rest of their lives. Excellent. You are successfully haunting people while, while you're they're alive. alive. <laughs> I love that. Excellent. Okay, but... What things do you feel like are so part of your brand that, like you were saying, people you don't really talk to on the daily anymore, but when they see something, they, like, tag you? I swear if I get another book-finding, like, <laughs> video, yeah, I, uh, this is one of the main reasons I'm not on Facebook anymore, is because people would just tag me in a lot of stuff. And old it would book be, stuff. Yeah, it would be like, oh, look at this old book thing, or like this book quote, or like all this kind of thing. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am a professional bookbinder. I don't think I've ever said that out loud uh, on the podcast. I feel like maybe you have. We've talked about old I don't book know. stuff. But, like, a- a- anything old book adjacent or, like, library related, it would just be like, oh, I'll just send this to Emma or just send this to Emma. Emma hasn't the, heard this before. For the, yes! For the <laughs> most part, it was stuff where I was like... Guys, you think I didn't know anything well, about the University of Maryland library? Like, come on. It would, like, get to the point also, too, where people, I'd be like, yes, I've heard that the Earth can't be flat because the, Earth, the cats would push everything off of it by now. The only thing that flat yeah, Earthers fear is sphere itself. <laughs> sphere get. Yes, sphere. But, like, I'm like, yeah, I've heard. Like, thanks, guys. Yeah. You're so funny. Thank you for thinking of me. But, like, time. yeah. And then I'm like, ha, 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 ha. But, like, you have to act nice. I don't know. Like, I don't want to discourage people from, like, sending me things, like, like being nice in that way, like, sending me things. Remi- remembering you yeah, in that yeah. Way. yeah, but, like, also, I'm just, like, let's calm Thanks. down. Yeah. What about you? 
Um, wow. <laughs> the chair made Ruth the noise. Just leaned over very like a therapist. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel theater like stuff. Theater stuff. Uh, people who knew me in high school, like Harry Potter stuff, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would yeah. that would be <laughs> fully on brand for you. Uh, I don't have. I don't have anything at the moment. So in the other room. Yeah, yeah corgis. That's what I think. Vampires is another one for me. Ruth, it's like <laughs> vampires, flat earth, Bucky Barnes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that should be the question for today. For the Yeah, if you've made it this far. For the far. two people that actually answer the things I ask. Your diner order, your middle school bus album, yeah. and what things are on brand for you in the eyes of... What's your brand? Yeah. Oh, like marketing. Like... If you were a product, this is what we would talk about. Like, remember when Shannon made those mood boards for everybody for Christmas, which I loved. I still that have was, mine saved. Yeah, me too. I love, I love mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did so well on mine. I was mine so happy had, about that. Did mine have flat Earth on it? I don't think so. No, it was all kind of like on colors. It, yeah. Venus is my favorite planet, and yeah. it's orange and orange, and it did have vampires on it though. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's that kind of thing. But it, like if you were if you were like an image or a product, like mm-hmm. this is what you would. I'm pretty like. sure Bucky Barnes is on it's yours, probably, I, yeah. and I know Captain America is on Elizabeth. Yeah. That like, checks. I think I'm thinking. Was, I think Haley also made me a board like that, and it did have flat Earth on it. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. This sounds about right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, okay. you guys have your homework now, and you have your homework. I do. And you. What was my homework? Have you not read The Chronicles of Narnia? Uh, Am I reading it or am I listening to audiobooks? I I would recommend the audiobooks, but I know some people aren't audiobook people. It depends. I find a hard time, uh, like, I find it really hard to focus. You could do it in the car. Yeah. That's what I was on audiobook and stuff. But anyway, everybody has their homework. Everyone has their homework. What's your homework, Shannon? To do my research for next week's episode. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. What is the topic? Literally couldn't tell you. So That means that tuned. it's a surprise for us all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which makes me very happy. Well, cool. thank you, friends. Thank you, Ruth! <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. Yes. It was honestly, like, uh, it just feels right. <laughs> Just feels, it just feels right, right. Um, and sorry, Haley, you missed out. Next time, next time, next time, boo, you gotta come by. Gotta get back out here from California, or we could go to California. We could go to California. I just said that. <laughs> yes. No, I know. I'm reiterating what you said because I got excited about it and yeah. didn't want to scream. We talked about this Winchester Mystery House. Yep. And then what else was out in California? Um, the Queen Mary. Which mm-hmm. is a haunted boat. Okay. Which, oh, we ha- I was like, we didn't talk about that no, on the podcast. But we, but we gonna. Um, there's, uh, we could go out towards Vegas as well, because it's like, what, a four-hour drive from LA? Look, the West. It's all, all big out there. <laughs> so yeah. you could drive for a long time without seeing anybody. Yep. Um, there's plenty, there's plenty in California that we could, we could go and explore. Or do we fly into the Denver airport and then road trip? I'm totally fine with that because I still haven't seen the Grand Canyon. Me either. Great. Great. We'll figure it out off the air. But until then, remember, this podcast doesn't exist. (laughs) I was hyped. (laughs)